Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 98 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. So when getting out of debt and taking control of your finances, it's imperative that you get better at saying no. But here's the deal. Saying no to yourself, to your kids, to your partner, to your family, to your friends. Man, is it hard, right? And today we're going to be sharing some helpful tips to make it just a little bit easier to hopefully say no with less guilt. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad. And uh, we'd love to connect with you on one of those social platforms. And guys, speaking of social platforms, our Life Without Payments group has reached over 12,000 people, which is amazing. Considering, awesome. hey. Yeah, considering we started that group, I don't know, I forget, like three years ago now, and it started out as only just a couple of hundred people there, but over 12,000 people now are in that group. Uh, so amazing that there's uh, that many people in that group looking to improve their finances uh, in some ways. So that's really, really cool. So we'd love to invite you in there. Just search Life Without Payments in Facebook. Uh, join us, and uh, we'd be happy to chat with you. We share a lot of great celebrations, extra tips, and things like that. So uh, join us in there. Uh, so guys, we're talking about saying no. Um, this is an easy topic, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, so let me ask you guys. I had, I mean, and well, I'll, I'll share mine. I'm not going to. Let's just ask you guys. What do you guys have? Maybe you could do it both ways. Before you got out of debt, what did you have a hard time saying no to? And and now, today, after you're out of debt, like, what do you find you have the word hard time saying no to? Yeah, so I think what, when we were when we were in debt, we didn't have a hard time saying no to anything, I don't think. But, <laughs> I, mean, um, I, I think the big things for us were vacations. Um, we did We did really nice, fancy trips uh, with the kids when they were younger and we did it a lot. And it was, the, you know, so they're, oh, it's just, there's only young ones, you know, we got to do it now. And, yeah. you know, they're all, we're always going to remember this time. What if we don't ever do it? So it was just, so I, we were a hundred percent suckers for that sort of stuff. We spent a lot of money in credit cards and financing that those sort of trips. I think it depends on the stage that we were at in our debt because you know, we would say yes to a lot of things like going to concerts and paying for extra stuff and doing, you know, going out for dinner whenever somebody called and asked us to. And then we got so far in debt that we had no other choice but to say no. Yeah. So we've kind of done the opposite, a little bit of the opposite where now that we're out of debt, we have a hard time saying no so that we don't go too overboard. Yeah. Yeah. That well, yeah. you bring up a good point because you know, when you reach financial freedom or when you start paying off your debt, you have, you actually have more money, <laughs> which is pretty cool. But at the same time, you almost have to follow the rules that much more diligently because it's easy to take that extra money and, and blow it because it's there. Right. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, obviously I, I definitely relate to you, Ryan, for sure. I mean, we, we didn't say no to much when I was in debt, but I think for me, I think the biggest thing I had a hard time saying no to back then was, uh, was like FOMO type stuff, you know, fear of missing out. Uh, I went to a lot, a ton of Green Bay Packer football games and, and <laughs> in my 20s, and they were not cheap 
to go to. That was just that's just one example, but concerts and going out to eat and you know when you're in your 20s I didn't have you know my first son Noah until I was in my early 30s and so you know hanging out at the bars and going out with friends all the time like I I can't even tell you I can't, the thousands of dollars that was probably on credit cards just for lifestyle stuff you know just hanging out and and just being with people um those were probably the big things for me but you know guys why do you um you know why is saying no so hard though cuz this comes up a lot i mean amber you're you're in roots i mean you're a team member with us in roots i mean you hear this a lot like a lot of people this this subject comes up more often than not is you know saying no you know saying no to friends and family saying no to my spouse saying no to myself um you know why do you guys I, think this is such a hard I, topic I, I think it's really hard cuz you don't they you don't want to disappoint people you don't want to upset people and you feel guilty for it, for saying no to certain things. And, and you, you think you're letting everybody down. Yeah. That, that's how I felt. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to hurt people's feelings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And in fact, there are some Roots members that we will get, uh, I've had, I've had coaching calls with Roots members, especially around the holidays. You know, they, they are in a situation where they're getting ready to go into the holidays and, and gift giving is part of the family tradition. And they are not in a position where they can actually participate and they are completely devastated to have to tell their family no. Um, and, and not necessarily because they have to tell them no, but because of how it's going to make the other people feel. You know, it, and there's those boundary issues, right? And they're telling me that, well, my family's going to be really mad at me if I can't participate in gift giving because it's just been, it's, it's a tradition in our family. Like I have to, I ha- I'm expected to participate whether I want to or not. Um, that's hard. Wow. Is that hard to go into a family and say, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's probably one of the hardest times, the holiday season. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is it, it it's a gift giving. We just lost that whole <laughs> giving. Like, let me give you something. Right. If I choose to give you something as a gift and don't feel obligated to give something back to me. Yeah, absolutely. So I asked our, our I asked our roots members this question uh, the other day in preparation for this podcast, and I, and I just said I I love your you know feedback. We're doing a new podcast. What do you have a hard time saying no to while you've been on your journey out of debt? So I just want to go through a handful of these. We'll go through all of them actually, just to kind of set some. So you guys know, like if you're having a hard time with this, a lot of other people are too. Carla says, hanging out with friends and going on day trips with my kids. She has a hard time saying no to. Emily says, coffees, books, and driving extra places. Driving extra places, like instead of maybe consolidating trips, that's the way I'm kind of reading that. Uh, Mariah says, spending time with my family, which can often mean spending money on eating out or on planned outings. Kids activities and sports, she also adds. Katie says, traveling. Uh, Mary says, my daughter. That's a big one. Kids, right? Uh, <laughs> Lauren also says, books, hanging with friends. Jill says, eating out. Uh, Chandra Harper, who uh, is been on our podcast and saved and paid off over $75,000, including her home, is completely debt-free now. She says, my kids, not things they want to buy, but more of activities that they want to do that I know would be good for them to do that I haven't budgeted for. Oh, that is a good one, right? You get that monthly budget done and the kids come home and say, hey, we got this activity. How do you say no to that? That is a tough one, right? Uh, Tammy says, definitely kids. Tammy Garcia says, um, Bones Coffee Company. So it must be obviously a coffee shop that they go to. Uh, Let's see. Alessandra says, work potlucks, eating out for birthday lunches, pitching in for cake and decorations. 
Um, Jessica Rose says partners are deconstructing their retail therapy habits on really bad emotional days. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly Caldwell, anything related to my animals? Lisa, going out to eat with friends. Lori, kids getting married. Oh, that's a good one, right? Kids graduating, grad parties, senior pictures. That's an expensive year, by the way, senior year. Uh, like you want to say no, she says, but the damn kids grow up and cost more than when they were little. <laughs> I love True these comments. Story. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, Courtney says items on sale and business expenses. She also adds office supplies, which I commented on that. That's totally my wife's overspending one is office supplies, pens, paper supplies. She loves that stuff. Uh, and then Robin kind of uh, finishes it up with food delivery. So guys, I mean, that's a lot of stuff. You know, I think we've all determined, you know, that saying no is a very difficult you know, it's, it's a difficult subject and it's especially even harder when you get started on this journey and you have to say no because of financial reasons. Uh, but today what we want to just talk about is that number one, there's no perfect solution to this. I don't think that there's anything that we could say that's just going to make it saying no, an absolute breeze. Like it's just going to become a piece of cake. Saying no is again, another learned habit that you get better at over time. All right. And it's not always you continue to be good at it. No, <laughs> because I was just called out. We were at Walmart with my granddaughter. She wanted something. I said, no, my husband's like, oh, come on. And I said, no. And I'm thinking I'm really good at this saying no thing to her. And he calls me out on it. And he says, why can't I buy her anything? And you buy her stuff all the time. I was like, what do I buy her? I don't have bought her anything in a long time. And he lists things in the past month that I've come home with her and her new mermaid or her every time. Yeah. Sucker, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. So apparently I need to go back and learn some lessons. Well, I think the first thing that's, and, and again, these are all things that have helped me, you know, um, and, and you guys, you know, you guys share what's helped you guys, but number one, uh, I, and this was not, at first, but over time, I got okay being selfish. I did. And I know, like, we're taught, like, oh, being selfish is just an awful thing. You know, you shouldn't do it. And, you know, you're only looking out for yourself. And But here's the reality. Nobody else is going to stand up for your financial life but you. Nobody else is going to step in and say, you know what? You probably shouldn't do that or do this because you can't afford it. No. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Your closest friends and family are probably going to be the biggest culprits for tempting you to cross over your boundaries to spend money. You At deserve least, it. You deserve it right. <laughs> and and honestly, they want to go out and spoil themselves, and they don't want to feel bad just doing it by themselves, so they need to get you involved in the plan, right? So they're going to try to coerce and, and talk you into it. But here's the thing when it comes to being selfish. By saying no, you're also saying yes to a healthier financial life and reaching your goals. That's the thing. you know. And we're going to talk about yes here in a little bit, because I think it's important to also know what you want to say yes to. But I think the thing when it comes to being selfish or saying no, I think the thing we got to get in our heads is if you want to get out of debt, it's temporary. It's not no forever. It's just no for right now. All right. And that's the one thing that we've kind of got to get through. We've got to kind of pick and choose what are the things that we will allow and will say yes to. And what are the things that we're going to definitely just stay away from for right now? But guys, and, and we were kind of talking about this before we hit the record button. This is all easy, you know, easy to talk about, but 
you know, when you say no, what kinds of things have happened to you guys when, when you said no along this journey? Yeah. So for me, it's a lot, a lot that we, and we had to own this early on because, and I think for us, it was important, but one of the number one things that we always got every time we said no, why? Like people want to know why? And it was very difficult to like, one of the things, one of the main reasons I do this podcast is I feel like as a society, we're very private about our financial life. We don't want anybody to know our dirty little secrets. We'll tell everybody anything and else, but when it comes to finances, <laughs> everything's great, even yeah. though the ship's sinking. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. And, Absolutely. And I, I think that that is very difficult um, for people to want to kind of air that out. Like, to say the reason why is because we are paying off debt. And so when we, when we got to that point, then the other thing you fight and Brad, you and I went through this. If you don't, if you're just listening to this for the first time, Brad is my brother years ago when Brad got out on the, I'm going to get out of debt. I was the person, I was the family member going, you're crazy. What? (laughs) Everybody has debt. That's stupid. You know? And really what it was is a reflection of like, how I was feeling like I knew it was the right thing to do, but it was a reflection of like our own feelings and like internalizing that to like try to get him to like not do it because it's like the second you want to better yourself, people around you, not that they're intentionally doing it, but there's a sense most people know they shouldn't have the debt they have. And so when suddenly you're taking ownership of it, I think there is this feeling. And I know I felt this when you got out of debt is like, well, who does he think he is? And, (laughs) you know, everybody has debt. I mean, what what do you mean? You're not going to have a car payment. Car payments are fine. Like you, you start to like get angry about it. And so that was, that was for us. Like we had to learn early on of like, if people ask why, we kind of developed our elevator speech and we're ready to like, here's why we're going to just explain it. And this is where we stand. Yeah. Well, I love that you brought that tip up because that, that right there, that's awesome. I didn't even have that in my notes, but that is a great tip is, is having a prepared statement. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I agree. I think, you know, obviously having the experience of, of telling, telling you guys that I was doing this, having the experience of telling my friends that I was doing this, um, even today, like I'll have people ask me, you know, when you know, like we're at camp or we'll meet some new people to say, like, what do you do for a living? And I'm always hesitant about saying what I do <laughs> because I know, I know I'm going to get the look. I'm going to get the what? Like, what are you talking about? Right. Like you help people get out of debt. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, so it's the same thing. Right. And, and it was, it was hard, you know, it was hard to explain the reasons on why I want to do it. So eventually I just got to the point where no was no. Like, I'm not going to go. And, you know, they would ask me, I just say no. And it got to the point where the the common people that I used to hang out with, I just got stopped. I just stopped getting invited to places. <laughs> even, even today, 10 years later, and I actually have money now, <laughs> you know, because I'm not broke anymore. I, I, that same group, they, they don't invite as much as they used to. And it kind of, it kind of just turned into this, well, we're just not going to invite them anymore, you know, um, which is totally okay. But I think that's one of the things that I found out early on is that as I began to say no and stand up for my financial life, there were going to be some relationships and, and some people who weren't going to like that I was setting boundaries and I was going to do this. And it, it was hard at first. It, it, 
And it hurt. It did. It was not easy. But over time, it got easier and I became more selfish because here's the thing. I was reaching my goals. I was building that emergency fund. I was actually paying down my credit cards. It was working. So like here I am, I feel a little bad about saying no, but on the inside, I'm like, this is freaking awesome, right? (laughs) Because I've never done so well with money in my life. And here I am taking control. And it's like, if these guys aren't going to support and cheer me on, well, to hell with it. I'm, I'm just forget them. You know, I need to keep moving forward. And that's what I did. Um, and, uh, I I don't regret that one bit. So I think you do have to get a little selfish when you're, when you're going to get, start getting better at saying no, you have to, you have to stand up for your financial life and you have to say no more. I'm not going to do this. We're not going to contribute more to our own, you know, financial stress. We're going to do something about it. And, And one of the best ways to do that is get better at saying no. And in my opinion, some of the best ways to say no were things like, if you're just like me, I got to the point where I would just say no. Like if I hurt somebody's feelings or they were hurt, like even today, and I just hurt someone's feelings the other day. <laughs> I did. It was it was somebody that, that we know and I and it it wasn't even financially related. It was just a no. And uh they were not happy about it. And I was just like, oh well. <laughs> you know, I've just gotten really good at it. And I was talking to Sarah about this today. I said what what do you feel I have a hard time saying no to? And she said Legos. And I was like, <laughs> see, I don't think that's one because, you know, we we did the whole podcast episode where, you know, I spent that, you know, large amount of money on Legos and I still have some of those sets I need to build. I said, when's the last time you've seen me bring a Lego set home? And she's like, oh, yeah, good point. She's like, well, how about camping? I'm like, yeah, but we budget for that every single month. Like we have a plan. Like I'm saying yes to camping. But we also have it in the budget. Like, I don't go overboard on the budget all the time with camping. Maybe once in a while. So I'm having a hard time figuring out nowadays what I have a hard time saying no to. Have you guys you guys ever deal with that now? Like, is there anything nowadays that you have a hard time saying no to? Because I'm having a hard time coming up with things. Because everything that we want to say yes to is in our budget. And that's one of the main kind of last points here is that one of the best ways to say no is deciding what you want to say yes to. And once you kind of switch the mindset and you start thinking about, okay, I'm going to say no to these things, but I'm going to focus and concentrate on the things that I'm saying yes to, the things that I want to focus on, the things that I want to spend money on. And once we started doing that, I didn't feel like I was really depriving myself of much anymore. I mean, so for us, we, to this day, and I think we've covered this in other podcasts, like we budget money that's kind of our just like blow money. And that's just like the random trip to Lowe's. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And that's my, that's just, but it's budgeted. It's kind of like you said. So I don't have like hard time. I don't, I, I guess we just don't have those moments anymore where we're like come home and we're like oh why did we buy that bedroom set today like we don't have those yeah sort of hard to say no because like you said it's we've now we're more focused on like what we're trying to accomplish and the things we want to have yeah well clear clearly it's my granddaughter <laughs> <laughs> so everything maybe- else is i'm pretty good at but apparently i need to budget more for her yeah and and I should go back, guys. I should mention some of these other tips because these are really good. You know, the the people like if you're if you're having close friends and family and and you obviously care about that relationship, some of the best things that you could do also is just talk to them about it. In fact, if you listen to a lot of our roots spotlight and our roots interviews that we do on this podcast, a lot of them say, you know, once I sat my friends and family down and actually just like and not all of them, but a lot of them said, once I sat them down and explained my situation. A lot of them said that they were very, they felt very supported. Also, if you've got kids, 
uh, get them involved. You know, I think this is another thing. Like, Ryan, you went through this when your kids, you know, your, your kids are getting older now. But how did that all go when you started saying no to your kids? Because that was one like a lot of people had brought up in, in our roots group is like saying no to their kids. Can you talk about how that went with you? I, I will say what Noah said to me. He's like, Dad, what's your podcast on tonight? I said, one of the episodes is about saying no. He's like, you'll be great at that. (laughs) I was like, I know I'm doing great because I know my son's being honest with me. (laughs) He knows I'm good at saying no. But, you know, your kids were, you know, a little bit older than Noah when we started doing this. So, like, how did they deal with hearing no more often? How did you get them involved? Just the way we're wired and the way I'm wired is I don't like to sugarcoat things and pretend that all is well. Like, we just you know, we moved from a really, like we moved, uh, from a really nice house that we moved the kids to. And we moved from that house to a, you know, significantly smaller home. And it was a big deal. And it was kind of, that was like the big push that really pushed us to like getting out of debt. And we just, we just were very open and honest with them. We had a number of Christmases that were smaller. Uh, we had, you know, less activities, you know, we still went on vacation, but it was more like, we're going to go see grandma or grandpa. We're going to stay at their place. It wasn't any more fun, cool, awesome trips. And we were just upfront about it and what we're trying to accomplish and what we were, what we were doing. We shared like the mistakes we had made. And also in doing this, what we want to teach you now, what we're trying to show you, we don't want you to make the same mistake, you know, and you know, I think that's the important part of saying no is, and now I have a son cash flowing his college education. who's going to graduate debt-free. I have a daughter who's started college already has the money to pay for half of her college education and is working and will do that. When you say no, you're going to hurt feelings. But when you say no, you're also going to change people's lives because people are going to come around you and they're going to be like, Oh, you're doing that. We, you know, you said no, it's changed our life down the road. We've said, no, we have family that's come to us. We've changed their lives. We've helped them and given them advice. And now they're out of debt. And so you will lose things and people, you might lose some friends or you might lose some relationships, but you will potentially gain just in an enormous amount, like satisfaction and the ability to change your family tree. Like we truly feel we're setting our kids up. Now the choices they make in the future, that's on them. If they want to go the road we did, that's them. But yeah. I feel like we're changing the family tree for them and what what debt is and how it's used and what you should be doing with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you're talking about the benefits of opportunity costs. You know, right. when, when you say no, not only, you know, are you getting something for that? Usually it's not immediate, but it's in the future. Like, for instance, less financial stress and out of debt. But, you know, like you said, you're setting a better example for other people. And, and you know, 78% of people are living paycheck to paycheck right now. And, and you're right. You know, I think we've gotten a lot of people interested in, in taking this journey or at least looking in and joining our Facebook group. It's interesting. Some of the people that join our Facebook group, because, you know, I, I know them, I'm friends with them or have met them before and they'll join a few months after we've met them. Because again, we know a lot of people are struggling with this. You're absolutely right. And, and by saying no, you're also giving them the permission to say, you know what, maybe, maybe I need to start doing that more often too. Um, absolutely. So guys, at the end of the day, it's like we said, you know, this is not an easy topic to cover and it's different for everybody. And, and what's easy to say no for one person is completely hard for, for the next person. So I I think the point is though, is that number one, you got to understand no one is going to stand up for your finances. You've got to be willing to do that. 
and you really you got to be willing to stand your ground. Now, you're not going to win that battle every single day, but the more battles you win moving towards the future, the better off your financial life will get. And eventually, you'll be able to say yes more often. And all honesty, you might even find that you're okay still saying no to a lot of those things because you might realize that they just weren't all that important to you. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But do you know why planners frustrate me, though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important, but where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning, things like keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning, and that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own, and who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money, pay off more debt and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own Debt Freedom Planner today. Hey, hey, what's this I see? I thought this was a party. Let's dance! All right, all right. That sound means it's time for the celebrations of the show today. We're kicking it off with Elizabeth Jones. Elizabeth paid $1,000 in the past two weeks on my Discover card. Huge win, Elizabeth. Congratulations to you. Uh, Aaron Freeze Pasula set up a payment plan for one of my credit card debts and made the first $146 payment. Awesome. Congratulations to you. Uh, Jennifer Shaver, we have now passed six months and counting of not spending any money eating out. Oh, look at that. We have some competition in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer, that is a huge and unbelievable accomplishment. Good for you. As someone who's gone 425 days, I I know how hard that could be. That is huge. So keep it going. I'm excited to see how long you guys go. Tammy Garcia did not eat out at all this week. Refreshing. Happy Friday, she says. Good for you, Tammy. Tammy. Lauren Baird paid off one student loan last Friday, paid the second one off today, though the final student loan should be paid by December 10th. That is amazing. Student loans are going to be gone. Huge win for you, Lauren. Uh, Vicky Vega, for a few weeks, I was off track, but I was able to stick to this week's budget. Awesome. Huge win for you, Vicky. Yep. Don't give up. Just keep at it. There are going to be some ups and downs along the way, but uh, just, uh, just stick with it. Good for you. And congratulations to all of you guys who are working so hard at reaching financial freedom. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review. We read every single one of those. And as you guys know, the Debt Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you and we will see you guys on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.